asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. back on Mr.'s Irrelevant colon an NFL podcast, which I keep saying even though it's not really that anymore because I'm Brooklyn Rebound, it's just Mr.'s Irrelevant. Yep. I think we've been numbering them, right? This may be number 56. Week four picks. It's your boy, Pod Drew. And your boy, Pod Nam. So what it is, Pod Nam, you ready for this week four picks? Ready as I'll always be. Ready as you'll always be. Because I'm always ready. Good. I would hate for you to... Uh, not be ever not be ready for picks and may i ask you if you uh, please go back and listen to our monday mini-sode if you haven't in that episode i gave you the challenge that you needed to get back in the film room and study tape specifically about the dallas saints game coming up in the saints were you able to accomplish that did you hit the books hit the film room and really become more of an expert yeah than you needed to i uh definitely was able to spend some time watching film you did. Yeah. And specifically, it was on the Saints. Not when you say watching film, it's not like you weren't watching Star Wars or something. Uh, say I wasn't not watching Star Wars. <laughs> a couple double negatives in there, but I can assume <laughs> what you meant is that you weren't doing that and you did watch film on New Orleans. I did and watch Luke film. McCown and I did all, watch all film. And it was new. Or uh, lean. Okay, <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you did that challenge. That's great. Yeah. So we got to, you know, we'll start out with the picks. I don't know. There wasn't any breaking news or anything like that. We need to take care of is that. <laughs> All right, there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to tell you, uh, unfortunately, Padre. There's no hot breaking news. Damn, really? Usually all your sources are coming through, but mm-hmm. that's all right. No, it sounds like your throat might be a little dry. Mine's feeling a little dry, too. I know we just started, but I kind of maybe want to take a quick recess. No, I'm a little thirsty for uh, I think we might need to go grab a Fanta. What do you think? D- do you want to? I kind of want to, yeah. So you want a Fanta? Yeah, do you? I, I could Fanta, yeah. Which flavor are you into? Eh, let's say more of the orange. Oh, really? Yeah. So I kind of wanted that red one, that strawberry, and I know that's in a different spot. So, well, I mean, we could still do it. We'll, we'll take a quick break. You go grab your orange. I'll go to the other spot and grab my, my strawberry, and we'll just meet right back here to, to start our pets. Cool? Yeah. Game? Oh, let's do it. All right. Back in the studio again. Ice cold strawberry Fanta. Alright. Mm. Delicious. Uh, I had to wait a while in line for that too. Where is Panam? He's still not back? What's that? No on the table here. Dear Pod Drew, I regret to inform you. Well, what's going on? I regret to inform you that I have another engagement and I cannot do my week four picks right now have a last-minute tux fitting for my wedding. They're only able to do the 
unusually sized body fittings between two and three. Sorry, but to complete my challenge, I did get Nolan's expert, Percy Miller, to agree to come on the show later. Yours sincerely, Pod Nolan. What the hell? He's just gonna dev out on the show like this? I don't know who Percy Miller is. What? Alright, well, what am I gonna do here? I need to make these week four picks. I need a co-picker with me. If I don't have a nom, what is the next best option? How about my old friend, Enom? Alright, that's a good idea. Hey, Enom. Hey, man. Welcome back to Mr.'s Relevant. Back, feels good. It's uh, Enom, a.k.a. Eric. So, Enom, Podnom, decided he had more important things to do than make week four picks. Ugh. What's wrong with them? Amateur hour, dog. Well, it's too bad, but are you ready and willing to step in in place of him and make his week four picks for him? Yeah, you know, I like to slide in wherever I can, find, fire off some hot takes, it'll be good. Okay, you're ready to slide into his DMs. <laughs> Have you listened to the show recently where we're making uh, our picks? Yeah, yeah, I listened to your last one uh, the other day. So you're familiar with our uh, policy of whoever loses the week, the next week, uh, must accept the challenge from the winner. Like, for example, this week, I, cha- I won and challenged Enam that he had to study game film of the Saints and come back with reasons why the Saints would defeat his and your Dallas Cowboys this Sunday. Was he able to find any? I don't know. I was going to ask him that when I thought he was going to be on the show with me here. Uh, Now, uh, he apparently, according to this weird note that he left me, said he pawned it off on some Nolan's expert to, I guess, that's what he's going to do for, I mean, that this expert is going to talk about why the Saints will win, I presume, but... All kinds of people filling in for him today. I know, it's ridiculous. But anyway, so if you're doing uh, week four picks for him, these picks will stand for his picks next week, and... Just, I guess you know if you've been listening, but he's over three so far. He's over three? All right, I'm going to try to catch uh, him up. And he really, honestly, might be better off if you make his picks. Maybe he'll have a better chance to win this week. Might be, it's might getting be. sad. He didn't seem to think so on our last... Uh, he was getting a little sad for me. Before. You want to root for him, but, but every time. Well, you know, he's going to make excuses like, uh, I care more about basketball, all of this. Sports. But uh, let's get to it, Eric. Nam. Tonight, we're doing this Thursday, tonight... Ravens at Steelers. Classic matchup, 0-3 Ravens and the Mike Vick-led Steelers. What are we to make of this? Yeah, so people always talk about how rough Steelers-Ravens is, and, and it usually, as I saw on ESPN today, they had a, a feature about how this, this game is going to be tough and hardcore, even though these teams aren't like what they used to be. This feels like a classic Thursday night lightweight versus lightweight game. I don't see much happening. So, uh, yeah, these Monday night games usually aren't too great. The teams don't look too good. And what do we think? I'm surprised the Ravens started going through. First time in, the, I guess everyone knows the first time in their history. Right, right. But the Steelers, like with the Roethlisberger injury, now they're on a short week with the backup quarterback. Is that going to affect them? Nay, I would think it would, but... Would affect the Steelers? Yeah. I don't, like... It ain't 2007. I love Mike Vick, but... Um, I love the reborn, rehabilitated Mike Vick, that is. But with the Ravens, like, looking so poor this year, especially defensively, I mean, they still have Le'Veon Bell, they still have Antonio Brown. You should be able to get open for any... You know, if I'm out on the field for the Steelers throwing it around, I think it, Brown could catch a pass from me, then... 
Not that I would ever help out the Steelers. Oh, no, you wouldn't at all. Hate both these teams here, but on the other hand, I'm I'm confused on this one. This is one of the harder ones of the week for me because I do feel the Ravens. Again, it is their biggest rival. They're they really like desperate for a win here. Are they going to be able to put it over the edge? I guess. Yeah. What is your pick for this one? Yeah, I don't much go in for like must-win games. I think if a team's going to win a game, they're going to win it with their what, okay. whatever the rest of their record is. But I do think, given with uh, Roethlisberger out, I think the Ravens can get this one. I don't think the Steelers' defense can cover Steve Smith. I think it's going to be a problem. Uh, I've got the Ravens winning. Okay, I'm going to agree and take the Ravens. I've thought about this for a while, but... So you're not a proponent of the must-win must kind of must game? I kind of am. Um, I do feel like they're... It's not even like a must. I mean, it really is a must-win at this point. Like, even starting going through, I don't think that this team's going to certainly win the division or even get a wild card probably at this point. But just for, like, personal pride type of thing, and with the short week for Vic to get ready and everything like that, I mean, I won't be surprised if the Steelers win, pounding it out with Bell on the ground, but... I mean, then they only put up 12 points, even with a win this past week, uh, and the injury still, but I'm going to roll with the Ravens tentatively, but I will select them. So no difference off the bat. All right, all right. We'll see how many we do get. Maybe me and you are such the same page that we'll have to go all tiebreaker here. How about a Sunday, rather, early morning, if you are on the East Coast here, early at 9.15 start in jolly old London, the Jets at the Fins. The Jets at the Fins. I sort of like Miami's sort of like toolbox offense. I don't really know where it's going, but I like watching just all those dudes make all the moves that they make. The problem is, like, they're not scoring a ton of points, are they? Oh, hardly any, really. Yeah, me and Enam were both high on the Dolphins this year going in. Like, and I was low on the Jets, and I was high on them, too. Jets have looked better, even though they lost last week. And yeah, the Dolphins, I don't, I don't really get what profit. Like, I never thought Philbin was a good coach, so that's part of it, but... That's becoming more clear every day. I don't really see why they're not doing so well. I mean, it's got to be someone on Tannehill at this point, too, I guess. They gave him all the weapons that sure, he theoretically sure. has. I know there's issues with defense and with Sue not following the orders from coaches or something, yeah. but... What's wrong with the Dolphins that, like, this keeps happening? Like, somebody leaked that about Sue. We had the Martin thing two years ago. Right. I don't know. But is this all too much of a circus for them to get it done? Over by Piccadilly Circus. Wow. Good one by me. (laughs) All up over there. I'm going to say, yeah, I think the Jets take this one. Okay. So you're going Jets. I'm going to... I want to get some differences here. So this is another... This These first two games are tough. Two of the harder ones, in my opinion, to pick this week. Pretty close. I'm going to say Miami. Like, they do have the talent. I know the Jets have looked good, especially defensively, but something's got to give here. I think for some reason, whatever reason, I do feel like there's a lot of... For On one hand, there's a lot of Jags fans in London for whatever reason. I do yeah, feel like... Uh, it's weird, right? But I do feel like Miami's another team for whatever reason that... I've heard that over in England, they're one of the more popular teams, so maybe they got more support out there, I don't know, but it's kind of a coin flip one, and just to give us a difference, I'm going to take the Dolphins here, but if they let me down this week, I don't know, they're like almost in the same camp with the Lions for me right now, where two teams I believed in letting me down week to week, and got to stop picking them if it goes wrong. Although I don't think I did take the... I did pick against the Dolphins last week, I think, but whatever. So then we're going back to normal uh, hours for East Coast, 1 p.m. 
uh, games. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Looking at seven games in the early slate there, or I guess you can't call it the early slate this week, but the mid slate. Is there anything in particular you want to get into here? Uh, pick it. Normally, me and Anam go back and forth picking which games we uh, go to next. So. All right, all right. I'll take that mantle. Um, I have next on my list. I guess probably next on most lists. Uh, the Colts and the Jaguars. Okay. I don't think you need to uh, assume what most people's lists sure, are. Sure, sure. All right. I'll mention now. And, and and also, I want to go on a second point with what you said. Is that going to be your pronunciation of? Jacksonville's team. Uh, that is the correct pronunciation of the word Jaguar, so yeah, that's what we're going with. Oh. Is that not what is that not what Padnon does? No, that, he does that. Well, right. here's my thing. Uh, I like the pronunciation. Uh, I like when I can speak normally <laughs> without tripping over my tongue. No, I like the pronunciation Jaguar. Like, right, right. Uh, I don't like any other pronunciation. Like the one you prefer. It's fine. And I have gotten mad at Anam about that before. And now he just says it whatever way he wants just to annoy me. Sure. And it sounds like true to Anam fashion, you're picking up that mantle as well. I've got that. I've got his back All there. Right, so the Jaguars, <laughs> uh, they're home. Wait, were they home or road? No, they're road against Andrew Luck and the Colts. So this is, um, oh yeah, so normally how we do it, if you're picking the game, then I do my pick first and then. I'll pick a game, you do your pick first. Okay. So you, you gave me a softball on this one, kind of. I mean, the Colts under Andrew Luck hardly ever lose to a divisional opponent. The Titans hung around with them last week a little bit, but then did lose. I don't like the Jags to win this either. Uh, I don't like Bortles on the road. I do like the Colts to even out their season 2-2. Uh, two and two. I don't have too much analysis on this one. Do you have anything uh, to add? I mean, there's really nothing to add when the Jaguars are concerned. Like, I, I just, I'm just not sure they're going to be anything once again. I've got, the, I've got the Colts as well. Okay, so no difference there. Let's talk about... Uh, all right, this is a game that's um, not as... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Jags-Colts isn't too good itself, but this one's really... Uh, a bit unfortunate. Although maybe uh, one of the teams is is better than uh, typical this year. Talking Raiders at Bears. Raiders at Bears. Raiders favored on the road at the Bears to show you how what people think of Chicago. Yeah, what's going on in Chicago? I uh, oh, they traded Jared Allen as well this week. I don't think we mentioned that earlier in the week. I can't remember if we did, but. Trading players away even now, three weeks into the season. It's like, it is like a full trash fire over there right now. Um, I like, if we're just going to go ahead and pick, I like the Raiders in this one. I, uh, I'm i not super into Carr, per se, but there's no way. You're what? You're not into Carr? I'm not super into Carr. I think that he's good. I don't think he's the second coming of Dan Marino or anything. I think... People like to drop hot takes all over, which is what I said I was going to do. And here yeah, I am giving these hot your... takes. This floor is uh, not. <sighs> I thought it'd be covered in them by now. I'll get there. I'll get there. All right. Uh, I do actually like Carr a little bit. I think he's probably the best quarterback drafted last year. Oh, for sure. And he's looked pretty decent this year. They have some good offensive pieces. They took down my Browns, of course, last week. Too much to my chagrin. I would be tempted. So you're going Raiders? Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders. I'm going to say they're still the Raiders, is my opinion on this. Oof. Even though. I'm they might be good this year, and they probably should win this game, but last week I thought the Browns should win that game, and the Raiders last week for the first time in six years won a game in the Eastern uh, time zone or, you know, east of the Mississippi. Two in a row, are they going to get it done? I mean, like we were saying, they should, but something just tells me they're going to stumble and Raider things up here. Bears get their first one of the season. 
somehow. I mean, uh, they couldn't put even up a point last week, but Jimmy Clausen's got to get it going to Martellus Bennett. The Raiders can't stop the tight end whatsoever. Even little-known guys like uh, the Browns tight end Gary Barnage had a field day last week. Martellus Bennett's a better tight end than that. I know Clausen's pretty inept, and I certainly like Carr better than him, but something just tells me the Bears sneak this one out, get one of their, we're probably only going to be the two or three wins this season. Sure, sure. And I'll take Chicago on and give us difference number this. So that's another difference. Uh, if you listen back to this uh, pod, now, I got your back here because the Bears are definitely going down. Okay. Fair enough. I think he will listen back. He better. If he can't show up to this, he can at least listen. Now, uh, where do you want to go next in uh, 1 o'clock Eastern hour? Uh, let's take something that is near to the shriveled dark core of my heart. Uh, the East Coast Eagles and Bullets. They still Bullets? Oh, we're going Bullets. Bullets. Yes, good, good job, Eric. So, yeah, I guess you say that as a Cowboys fan, both these teams are persona non grata to likes of you. Hmm. Yeah, this is another one I'm uh, strangely struggling on because if I just look at this preseason, I would say Bullets get shot by the Eagles and Shep Kelly, but Obviously, the Eagles have stumbled out the gate here, even though they did beat the Jets last week. Now, I went back and reviewed tape on that one, and the Eagles played decently. They certainly ran the ball a lot better than they had the first two weeks, but they still didn't look that great. I didn't. They got a big momentum swing. Um, they got two big momentum swings. One was the Darren Sproles ran back a uh, punt return. That's what gave them seven of the points, obviously, and what kind of swung things to them for a while. Then another thing happened when the Jets were starting to, uh, toward the end of the first half, the Jets were starting to come back a little bit. And then Brandon Marshall bizarrely <laughs> tried to, when he was going down, getting tackled, after getting a big first down, like 16-yard pass play, his tight end was, st- I had Cumberland or one of these guys was like, standing right there, yeah. had been blocking, and he decided to throw it up to, to him for whatever reason. It's a fumble, turnover. And then, even though the Jets in the second half scored a little bit, it was over, so... That's one of my top ten plays of all time. I, I can't stop watching it. <laughs> the Brandon Marshall? Yeah. That and the Antonio Brown when he kicked the punter in the face. Uh, Spencer Lanning, former Browns punter, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't like that one, because... Uh, for sure, for sure. My Browns were on the bad end of it. But yeah, this one was baffling. But all that to say, I, don't, I still don't think the Eagles look that great. And the Bullets, in turn, haven't been as bad as I thought they would be. They're one and two. They they looked pretty bad, I guess, last Thursday against uh, the Giants. But I'm surprised they even had a win. And, and they're uh, they've looked a little better, especially defensively. That I thought they'd be really bad, and they're at least average looking. So I don't know. What do you say? Knowing this division not so well. The only way I'm going to be happy is if this game ends in a zero zero tie and both teams burn down their respective stadiums. Um, but I think the Eagles are going to take this one. Okay. Oh, wait, I should have, I was supposed to pick first on that one. Oh, shit. Uh, that's all right. Just advantage to me to hear your pick first. So you're going Eagles. I Yeah, I will too, I guess. I, I'll say um, they get to 2-2. Two two. Let's do Cam and the Panthers at Jameis and the Bucks for the first uh, matchup of these two divisional rivals. Great pick. Can I... Ask you a question? I'll allow you to ask one question. One question. All right. When are they going to get Cam Newton a team so he can win a Super Bowl? He's so good. He's good. I like him. I, I got him starting on a couple fantasy teams now. He's even turning into a viable fantasy option. God, he's, which he's in great. Which in the past years hasn't necessarily been the case. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they have pieces there. I kind of like the Panthers, actually. They Looks like it's going to be between them and the Falcons in the division this year. For sure. I mean, they're... They're okay. They need a couple more pieces on offense. Well, listen, if they had Kelvin Benjamin like they should have if he didn't get hurt, right? then that, they'd be looking even better, I think. So he's got to kind of piece it together. Uh, yeah, they could definitely use an, another uh, running back, I would say. Jonathan Stewart, nah, he'll probably get hurt eventually anyway. <laughs> Almost Mike, assuredly. Yeah, Mike Tolbert, nah. So, yeah, they could use some more offensive weapons. They could also use some help on the line. On the line. great. Yeah, well, you got Cam, he can run around a little bit, he can take some big hits, but yeah, I suppose that's true, but you don't think they're going to fall to the Bucks? Now, do you? Oh, I don't at all. The The Bucks aren't good. No. I, there's no way, and uh, I, I believe in Cam, and I believe in uh, the Panthers, do Okay, and do you believe Cam when he said at Hockey League told him, <laughs> too, was it too young to get calls? Or Not old enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would 100% believe that. Ed Hockley sort of seems like a jerk. Nobody has triceps like that. I mean, he's... Honestly, Cam Newton is one of the only guys big enough, like, jacked enough to even take on Ed Hockley, I think. I'm rooting for Cam, though. So, yeah. So I, go, I agree, and that's no difference there. Looks like we got three more early ones. Uh, where are we going now? Three more early e ones. Dash now. Let's go with the Chiefs and the Bengals are in early game. Indeed, they are. All right. How do you feel about that? Um, well, the Chiefs were another one of my preseason picks to, to do well. I think I actually took them to win the division, which that's not going too well for me so yeah, far. Yeah. One and two. And they did. I guess I, I wasn't looking hard enough at their early season schedule, which has been a bit brutal, to be honest. And uh, after they really, really botched that game two weeks ago against the Broncos... Uh, that kind of gave them a momentum downshift, and then they ran into the juggernaut of Aaron Rodgers last week. Now they got to go to Cincy, who's one of, looking like one of the better teams and who's, frankly, running away with the AFC North right now. So um, I still think the Chiefs are better than they looked, and they finally got a touchdown to a wide receiver last week. That was finally. getting sad. But nonetheless, I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with the old bungles here who aren't, aren't looking too bungly. Yeah, the Bengals are seem fine somehow with uh, Andy Dalton quarterback. They're uh, they're winning games. Which uh, regular is interesting. season, we'll see if he gets it done in the playoffs for once. But yeah, and they're yeah, and, the, and this year is completely healthy at least thus far for the most part. Where in past years they've had a couple key injuries, Geno Atkins, Tyler Eifert, things like that, where they don't really have it this year. Um, yeah, season's early, my friend. Oh, listen, I'm sure it'll happen, but. We're, uh, we're talking week four right now and who's winning, so do you agree uh, Bengals? I'm going to get some differences here. Hot take time. Oh, Bengals ain't shit. Um, I think Jeremy Macklin can get past those uh, those four cornerbacks that Steve Smith Sr. shouted out last week. I think something's going to happen there. Yeah, I guess Chiefs that would be Bengals. the weakest part of the Bengals defense, certainly, uh, over in the secondary. What else? Why else do you like the Chiefs? I think uh, I've, I've played against enough people in fantasy football who have Jamal Charles on their team to believe. I'm a believer for Jamal Charles. He's a real threat. Well, I mean, they still lost last week, and Jamal Charles had three touchdowns. So. Yeah. Wow. Also, Travis Kelsey. Like, uh, Travis Kelsey, well, that's I'm not the, big on him in my fantasy team. He's a real thing that's happening. He's from Cleveland. All right. Yeah, so, all right. I like your pick. I like your pick there. I like how you're doing it. And for all things being uh, honest and equal, I would prefer that, that to see that outcome. Given I don't like the Bengals and I wanted the Chiefs to win to make my pick look better, but right. it's good to have a difference here. And um, let's move over to well, let's go to our hometown Giants. They're taking on Sexy Rexy this week in Buffalo. 
the uh, old weathered uh, red faced man versus a sexy Rex Ryan. Do you like the Bills to roll here, or does Big Blue have something up their sleeve? If I trust a secondary that doesn't belong to the New York Jets to stop Odell Beckham Jr., it's probably not the Bills. But at the same time, like the Bills defense, I'm going to go innocent until proven guilty. Like I think that they can probably get it done. I know the Patriots sort of took it to them, but no one can guard Gronk, and I think that's uh, there are different things you can do with a guy like. uh, Yeah, there's no Gronk on the Giants, but yeah, to your Odell Beckham point, I don't know if. Anyone really can stop him either. For sure. Any team can really just maybe contain him a little bit. That's the, your hope. But Yeah, I still... Uh, Tyrod Taylor might be a better quarterback than Eli Manning. That's another hot take I got for you. So um, far this year, at least. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills, for sure. I agree. I just think they're a much better team this year. Yeah, they're only lost to the Pats when they actually came back and almost tied it up at the end, and they... Pets kind of took their foot off the pedal there. But still, I mean, I think it's one of the better teams, actually, the Bills. And um, the Giants, uh, yeah, they're not they're not a good team, I don't think. They could be in no. the division right now if they didn't botch. You know, they basically blew two games in a row to start the season. Classic. If they would have won those, they'd be in great position now with how crazy the NFC East is looking with all those injuries to your Cowboys and the uh, ineptitude of the other teams. But... Well, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. We're getting there. It's Sunday night. All right, all right. But, uh, yeah, I go Bills as well. And uh, I think there's only one early one left. Sweet God. You starting on Falcons versus Texans? That's correct. That's what I'm looking at. So Houston not had a too good of a year here. Made the quarterback switch after one week. Falcons, on the other hand, have had a great year so far. They're undefeated. I thought they'd be improved this year. I didn't necessarily think they'd be that good. And I still don't know if they are that good or if we're seeing a little just early season or getting some victories here and there. Like we talked about the Giants game about two weeks ago. We just mentioned it. That, that was one of the teams the Giants blew it to at the end. They got Julio Jones going crazy, looking like the best receiver in the NFL right now. Uh, DeMonte Freeman went off last week. Maybe it's more fantasy relevant than anything, but yeah, he went off. Uh, so they've got some offense going. Their coaching looks a lot better this year as well. So what do you say? Yeah, as much as I want to pick the best player in the league, Cecil Shorts at third, wide receiver for the Texans, and uh, also from Cleveland. And also guy. from Cleveland, and my boy from Arkansas, Ryan Mallett, the Gunslinger. Oh, that's um, right. You mean, of course. Uh, yeah, go back and listen to if you haven't, uh, listeners, the episode Eric was on maybe a couple of weeks ago. It was a preseason. Many detailed your uh, Arkansas background quite extensively. We, there, we went through it. But yeah, so you're a Mallet fan then, is that the case? Yeah, I'm sort of a Mallet fan boy. I think uh, Arkansas didn't do right by him, but I also don't think that Houston's going to do right by him. You watched um, Hard Knocks with the Texans at all? I watched a little bit of it. I saw that scene where he's just like pouting into a locker. Well, also he, after, there's a scene where um, Bill Bryan says, Hoyer, you're going to be the starter, and then they're supposed to, um, or they have a break for lunch or whatever, and they're supposed to be back in practice. And then Mallet doesn't show up then. Yeah. <laughs> he says, oh, I went and took a nap and fell asleep and like slept in my arms. But it's right literally the same day or the next day after he lost his starting job. So yeah, like, what's, it's weird timing if he's telling the truth or is he just not like... I don't know, there may be some maturity issues there. Yeah, that's part of why he slipped in the draft too. He's a little, little petulant, sort of a rich white boy. Um, yeah, he's... 
which is special, special too. But he got the reins after only one week. They saw enough of Hoyer in one week to give him out the reins, and you don't think he'll defeat Matthew Ryan. No, as much as I want the Falcons to lose after what they did to, to me last week, I, oh, right. yeah, I, I don't think I can beat the Texans over mentioned them. that, yeah, the, uh, the Brandon Whedon show was uh, ruined by those Falcons and Julio. Ugh. Well, let's get to the later games, and we're still standing at three differences. Uh, pick one of these uh, four, four games this week. There's only been three the past couple of weeks. I, at least it's a little better. I need to start putting more... Evening it out a little more. Watching the Red Zone channel and at the four o'clock hour, and then hardly any games to go back. Yeah, they've got to do. They've got to do way better. I don't even know why they would do it this way, but they keep torturing us with that. Let's go with Vikings at Broncos. What do you got? Okay, this could be a, a tough one. Broncos three and zero, like what two and one. The Broncos have kind of been pulling it out. Like Manning hasn't looked great or anything, but. Uh, Still able to lead them to victory. Most of their strong defense is able to lead them to victory, I guess. Somehow. But the Vikings are frisky. I'm going to roll Denver here, but I won't be super shocked if the Vikings can pull it out. But I do think in that regard, uh, touchdown Teddy Bridgewater plays better at home. I think his only home, uh, road game this season was that opener in San Fran where they lost badly to a, what looks to be a pretty bad Niners team. So maybe a, on the road here, I don't, they won't get it done. But all things being equal, I think these teams are closer than one might think. Uh, but I'll take Denver to win that anyway, yeah. All right, I'm going to create some distance between us. I've got the Vikings winning this one. I don't know I don't know what the line is. I don't know who covers, but I, I've got the Vikings winning the game yeah, for sure. Yeah, We'll look up what the line is. Um, for sure, you're saying you're not even... For sure. One way to slow down the Denver pass rush with Vaughn Miller, and that suddenly rejuvenated DeMarcus Ware. Not that I'm bitter is to have the best running back in the league just going up the gut over and over, and I think that somehow the Vikings find a way. And Broncos have been pretty good on run D this year, have they not? Or Pretty good, been? pretty good. I mean, they've not faced AP yet, but they've been okay. pretty good. Yeah, they are. The, the Vikings are getting six and a half on the road here. So if I was picking against the spread, I might say that, that Denver just doesn't cover but maybe it's like a field goal win, but still sneaks it out. But you're confident in your boy uh, AP. I got the Vikings winning it. All right. It's good. More differences. Uh, hopefully Anam's on board for that. Too bad if he isn't. All right. Your well, favorite dude. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to my Browns, who are, uh, I mean, if they can't get the win this week, which, spoiler alert, I don't think they will. Oof. They're set up for a brutal stretch. Well, I still have to play, I think, the Ravens next week, who... So who knows? I honestly hope, kind of hope the Ravens win this week, so they're not winless next week, and then they can beat up on my Browns and get their first win. That won't be good. Of course, of course. But yeah, it's looking bleak for the Browns, and McCown show is not not my favorite program to watch. They're rolling into a Rivers hometown, not hometown, but Rivers team of the Chargers. What do we think? Do my Browns have any hope? The Chargers haven't looked too good this year, certainly. They've not. The Chargers are sort of like Eagles West, where like every year it's it's the Chargers year, it's finally happening. Yeah, and then yeah. with the line issues they've been having, and suddenly their receivers disappear, and is Phillip Rivers elite? Ever, something always happens, but I do have them beating, sorry dude, Browns. Yeah, no, I agree. They probably will. Um, Browns can't stop the run. Probably going to be a lot of Woodhead and Melvin Gordon uh, scampering all about here. For sure. And they're even the Browns. Secondaries had some issues, which is surprising. It's supposed to be the strength of the team. And uh, Rivers could probably get his receivers going if there's no pass rush to be seen. 
I do think Rivers is a better quarterback than anything that Eagles, uh, since you're comparing them, have had. At For least, sure. At least since Donovan McNabb's early days. I would um, even include Donovan McNabb. Yeah, probably Rivers is better than him anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. And they're, they're, the Chargers' defense doesn't look too great. But, again, you know, what are the Browns going to do about that? So, yeah, we'll both go to San Diego there. Where do you want to go next, Eric? Why don't we talk about the Packers in San Francisco? Okay, let's do it. Well, so these teams seem to play a lot for whatever reason, even though they're not yeah. uh, the same division. And typically, the Niners are a team that gets the better of the Packers in the Colin Kaepernick era. So if the Niners had looked a little better this year, uh, I might be tempted to pick them on the upset. Given that fact, that Cap seems to get the better of them, especially in some big playoff games and everything like that. But Pack looks unstoppable right now if Aaron Rodgers is playing as well as he is. Cap looks pretty bad right now. He's thrown through two pick sixes last week, the two quickest in any game ever, I believe, was the record. <laughs> yeah. And they just look quite disastrous. It seems that week one might have been a bit of a fluke there. Is Hyde completely healthy to run the ball? I don't know. Uh, but he'll certainly need to give them any chance. I don't like their chances, though. I will go with the pack. Yeah, I can't create any space between us. With all those all those people, or I think it was just like three who just quit, who just retired from the Niners uh, this season, two of them being linebackers, which isn't great. They're going to have trouble, and not a good week to have trouble when Aaron Rodgers comes into town. Okay, so then we've got the Rams at the Cardinals. The uh, Cardinals... I mean, they're almost up there with the Packers this year. What is Packers? One of the best teams in the league. They got a bunch of old men running the show, kind of, but they're getting it done on offense. At least that's the case. Yeah. Um, and Bruce Aarons is a good coach. They have a good D. And the Rams, you know, they're looking frisky after Week One when they put down the uh, the Seahawks. But since that, they took a road loss to the Bullets. And they were unable to capitalize on Roethlisberger, a mid-game injury last week, and fell to the Steelers, 12-6. to Eeks. That is pretty brutal. That should have been the Thursday night game. Almost as poor a performance as their pyrotechnical uh, show at the beginning of that game, which right. delayed things for like half an hour or something. So, uh, yeah, disaster there. Their one divisional game so far, they got the big upset. Uh, can they get a second here? Uh, I'm going to say no. The uh, The one thing that I would I would be wary of with picking against the uh, Rams here is that Arizona likes to throw deep, and uh, St. Louis's pass rush is really good, or should be anyway. Two facts would appear to be incongruous, but... Yeah, but they've still looked good. I mean, it's not like they've given up a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. It's their offense isn't getting it done in the past two weeks. If you can't get uh, if you can't get Carson time against those rushers, Aaron Donald and them, that's going to be a problem. But I still just I don't feel comfortable picking against Arizona, especially if I'm picking St. Louis right now. No, I agree. I won't be doing that either. So we're still at four differences as we get to Sunday and Monday night. Just fine. And four is all we had last week, I believe, um, or maybe two weeks ago was that was the number. But well, we're going to be at Sunday night here. I say let's let's hold off on that's like the main event right now. It's your sure team. sure. And we're supposed to have this Nolan's expert calling in to talk to us, whatever, uh, about that. And uh, if we need a tiebreaker, as of right now we would, we'll do it for that game anyway. So let's pop right over to Monday night first. We got Lions at the Seahawks. 0-3 Lions. Disaster. Um, and uh, Seahawks were just staved off 0-3. Luckily, they had Clawson in town to do so. And, uh, That'll help. Punting Bears, and they got the win 1-2. 
So this is one win out of six combined between these teams. Do the Lions have any hope, or are they going to be a slaughter as well as the Bears were? As weird as I feel picking so many teams to go 0-4, um, I guess that's just How many two so far. Yeah. Just the Bears and Lions so far. Yeah, there's no way, is there? It seems unlikely. Seattle at home, of course. I mean, the Lions, if they, they were desperate last week, they should be even more desperate now. But maybe it's the point if they can't even get their one win out of I mean, if they're 0-2 and can't get the win, are they really going to? On the road in Seattle, 0-3, even worse situation. Seems like they might just be a demon that won't pick them. I'm going Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, Sam. There's, ugh, it's so sad. Calvin Johnson's so good, and you want to root for Matt Stafford. As Rooney is he's wasting away there uh, at this point, wasting the prime of his career, if it's not already over. All right, so let's get to it. The main event, as I said. We'll backtrack from Monday right back on to Sunday night. The Cowboys, the Saints, in New Orleans. How do you feel having seen... Well, I was going to say, how do you feel having seen three weeks of this Cowboys team? But, I mean, I guess there's no real answer with no Dez, no Romo, and uh, what's going on. Yeah, I, I don't feel great, um, mostly because I stay hungover. It's been rough. Been rough. Oh, you, you're talking about how you literally feel. Yeah. You do look yeah. a little hungover right now. I wasn't going to say anything. But. I mean, after that Falcons loss, it's just been constant drinking. It's, yeah. I'm poisoning myself. No, I feel it. Yeah, no, it's the medicine you need. Word, word. So, who gets hurt this week uh, in New Orleans for the Cowboys? I think this week we lose Sean Lee. Uh, there was a scare oh. last week. He got a little hurt. I think this is when we lose him for good. So, they, is, they didn't lose anyone week three, though, right? No one big. No, no, I don't think so. I believe when I asked the Nam about who was going down in pre-week three, seeing the pattern, I think he thought that, uh, what's his name, the kicker wouldn't be the one to get injured. Dan Bailey. That, that didn't happen. The curse didn't go down. Not yet. Although the Eagles kicker did, like, pull all three muscles in his groin kicking. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I think it was Eagles. <laughs> They're really straining themselves with these longer extra points, it sounds like. Uh, rule changes. Um, all right, but Saints 0-3, Cowboys 2-1. Are they actually going to get a... I mean, they used to be that in New Orleans. I mean, I wish there was some expert or something to tell us more about this, but... Yeah, that'd be helpful. It used to be in New Orleans that uh, they would never be losing at home during the Breeze era, and that was like one of the best home field advantages in the whole NFL, and now uh, it doesn't really seem to be the case anymore at all. But, uh... What's that? I don't know. Is it... Do you leave your phone on? Uh, on my I, oh, it's a Skype machine. No shit. Oh, it must be that guy, that, uh, what's it, uh, Percy Miller? Ah, oh, whatever this guy is. Hey, boy! Hello, hello sir, hey. Hello? Hey! It's your boy, Percy Miller! Make him say, oh! Did he say Parsley Miller? Is it Parsley? Percy! Oh, Percy. Percy. Like Percy Harvin, right? Yeah, if you bout about it, you round and round it! Okay, so what's going on, Percy? Um, you're out in the show to talk about the New Orleans Saints, correct? Yeah, I'm here to talk New Orleans football. How about them Saints? Oh, well, how about them? I mean, we were just uh, discussing it. Well, it's me, your boy, Padre. I don't know. Who that? A uh, Padre. Who? A Padre. Who that? Well, that that's um... who the Saints. Yeah, no, I get it. It's the catchphrase. Lover. And it's uh, your boy E Dash Nam over there. Who? E Nam. Oh, Pod Nam? Not Pod Nam. Oh. This is E Nam. Pod Nam said means there's nothing to call in, huh? Yeah, I guess so. He set this whole thing up. He said you were some type of expert on, I don't know if it's the city or the Saints or the whole thing, but. Yeah, 
Tell me you're not like making records though. I want to tell you all kids. Do not try this at home. Try it. Uh, try what at home? Skyping into a show? What do you, what do you mean? Specifically that, yes. Don't, don't try Skyping without consenting with the hosts ever. Before. Oh yeah, that would yeah. be nice in this yeah, show. It doesn't really, no, it doesn't no, really it work out that way often. No, because it, it just causes problems the whole time. So logistics. Uh, is that a big problem down in the city of New Orleans? Well, you know, there's a lot of things going on. I got no teeth, and I got some new grills right now, as you can see. Yeah, are those black and and gold Saints colors? No, they're just missing and oh. <laughs> two teeth. Oh. oh, so when I'm seeing the black, that's just a, a space that's not there. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. But, yo, real talk real quick. I was going to go update y'all on these uh, Saints. You know, the real home winners of the islands. We got some jumbo shrimp. We got some beer. We got liquor. We got shrimp clubs in the islands. Yo, if you, are you about it, about it Padre? I'm, I'm about it. I've been to New Orleans one time, in fact. I didn't go to any strip clubs, but I did have some shrimp, some oysters, and some beer. You know who's been going to those strip clubs like crazy? Who's that? Drew Breezy for Sheezy! Really? Doesn't seem. That's, is that surprising to you, E now? Uh, that does surprise me. He's like a family man. Are you breaking right, news now. right here? Breaking news! Alert! Drew Breezy's going to strip club! This is breaking a scandal right now. What, what strip club does he favor? Well, I mean, I invited him over to them uh, Florida Lee Ain'ts Club. Florida Lee Ain'ts? Yeah, Lee Ain'ts. Lee, Lee Ain'ts. Yeah, it's called. It's like. L apostrophe Ains. Oh, got it. Yeah. Ains. Yes. Sorry, your accent's very kind of a little hard to understand. <laughs> who that? Is, is that better? Yeah, I know. When you say who that, I do understand. <laughs> well, step to this real quick, Padre. Okay. Drew Brees has been having some problems sleeping lately. Have you seen? The latest commercials he's been doing. I mean, I, I keep, get so inundated with these Luke McCown commercials. Enon! Is that your name, right? That, that's my name. All right. NyQuil. You've been drinking that? NyQuil. I have, I have been on that NyQuil. Oh, man. Really, you've been doing the NyQuil. No wonder you're so hungover. The NyQuil and the beer and the whiskey, it's all one. He's doing... He's Scott knows how to party right here. Apparently. I don't know. I guess I'm not invited to these parties. Anyways. So, you saw that commercial with Jubrisi for Cheesy where he needed some rest. What did he drink? He did have that cold, he was saucy and turning, he did grab that NyQuil. So, Drew Breezy has not been functional in a while. He is a home family man, but he's not getting it at home. Oh. He's not getting the NyQuil he needs at home or something else? Let's just say he's not getting vagina at home. Oh, let's just say that. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Wait, I can say that on this podcast, right? Sure, I mean, you can say that. Okay. You're allowed to. Dude. I thought it was going to be a... Uh... Some type of... But, you know, they call me Master P from Nolens. Wait, they call you Master P? Yeah. Is it... Percy... Is not taken? Wait a minute. Percy Miller. Wait, now it sounds kind of familiar. Master P. Why do they, why do they sound connected? Because I'm Mr. Ice Cream Man. Uh! Oh, wait a minute. Are you the rapper formerly known as Master... Uh, sorry, as Master... Or not, not... I'm still Master P, but my professional sideline inside source name is Percy Miller. Oh, did you realize this was Master P the whole time, you know? I didn't. That might explain why Drew Brees was down there in the strip clubs with the chicken heads, though. I got the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Uh. Oh, yeah, it's starting to make sense now with how many uhs he's making himself say. Speaking of bourbons. Yeah, we were speaking of it, so go ahead. I was talking to Silk and C. Murder, and uh, I was saying, man, those saints really need some bourbon and lax. Silk the shocker you're speaking about? 
The, the shocker, Silk. <laughs> the only Silk, not Silk the R&B band. That would have been confusing. That's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. You said he needs bourbons. Bourbon and lax. Like my favorite song from 2005 that was remastered from originally from 1998. Right. Bourbon and lax. Yeah, bourbon and lax. It's all about bourbons and Cadillacs. Oh, lax, okay. Uh, I thought it was like a, a uh, whiskey but, and the rocks but real, and some real lax. Talk, man. I, okay, I, real I, talk, man. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to yell. I don't know why I'm yelling so loud over Your this. Your voice has changed. Yeah, but <sighs> I really miss my homies, man. Uh-oh, Drew Brees, for, for example, we went out that night. I took him out to the club. Yeah. And he just got into it with the wrong crowd, man. Like, I told Drew, I'm like, Drew, man, he was talking to this, you know, Von Don piece. And uh, I was telling him, I was like, Drew, that's not your woman. You need to go home. You need to set things straight. How long ago was this? This was, uh, what's today? Thursday? Thursday, yeah, uh, October 1st. Is it like six? Eight hours ago, maybe. That was literally <laughs> today, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but he was bowed about it, you know, rowdy rowdy. And I was saying that... He didn't he, listen to your advice. No, I tell him he had to go, yo, yo, Drew Brees, you got to leave it alone, man. She's, you may have the hookup, but you shouldn't holler. You shouldn't holler at him. I mean, he should be getting ready for the Cowboys on Sunday. Well, he had, the, what he, I wanted he had the day off. Sean, you know, Sean P, the other P, Sean Payton. Give him the veterans day off. He needs to rest his uh, shoulder. What about Sean P? Is he hanging out in these strip clubs in New Orleans? Sean P doesn't do any strip clubs. Come on, man. He. Oh, I'm sorry. He has his own boom boom room in his a mansion, man. Come on. <laughs> so he doesn't need to go out. Yeah. Why doesn't Drew like, just hang out over there? It's not. It's, it's not like that. You don't. You don't hang out with your boss like that. You don't go to your, your boss's boom boom room. No, <laughs> that's one <laughs> thing you don't do. That's good advice from you, um, Percy. I, I'm learning stuff. What, uh-huh. what about, I mean, you are a football fan, all right? What do you think about this game coming up? Because I'll be honest, I mean, I know Padnam booked you on the show, and it was Padnam's duty to report on why the Saints would win the game. Meanwhile, he's pawned that off on you. I don't know if he told you that, but we, you know, our audience is expecting to hear why the Saints are going to win. I think everybody has a good and bad side, you know? Sure. If you work hard, never make excuses. So whatever Padnam's doing, he's working hard at it. He got me, the most resident expert of the Nyland Saints, to tell you that the Saints will march on. They will. But, but how will they do it? Well, I've been thinking about this for a while. Oh, you guys want a hit of this? I mean, I would like one. I don't know how we're going to do this. Yeah, this guy, do but, uh, maybe, you know, maybe we'll just go for some that, more, True that. Some true that. Uh, yeah. Over here. Anyways, Luke, Luke McNown. Luke, Luke McCown? Yeah, McNown. Oh, Luke McNown, okay. What a, what a Lukey boy. Yeah, uh, not Uncle Luke. Not, not Uncle Luke raps, you know. I got it. It's the go- the godfather of the South, South, Rock, you know. No, the backup quarterback for the Saints you're yeah. referring to. Luke is going to be the key to these Saints not becoming eights anymore. So Breeze is not going to, your boy Drew B is not going to play in this one, you're saying? No. I was not saying that. Let me finish, Pod's rule. I apologize. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. I was saying, Luke is going to step in for Drew Breesy at home. Not home field, at his actual home. At Drew Breesy's home. He's going to give Miss Breesy what she needs. Because Drew's not doing it. He's got some confidence issues right now. Oh, that's very unfortunate. 
His, his have you seen him sh- okay throw the football the last, not even the first couple weeks, but even last year? It's It's gone downhill a bit. I mean, it, I thought it was because of the piece. That's why he's Drew Breezy. It's right in the wind. That, that ball's going right in the wind. Uh-oh. So, just so I'm clear, are you saying that when Drew Brees gets murdered on the field this Sunday by the Dallas Cowboys defense, Luke McCown is going to step in and do his duties at home and marry Drew Brees' wife, World War II style? I didn't know there was anything about marriage here, but That's that would be a little more formal. <laughs> I mean, sad, we do things formal. If you bout it, bout it, bout it, bout it. Oh, he and I is from the South, so I guess he, that's oh, why he knows word, that. Oh, word, word, word. that? Who that? Arkansas. Where? No, where dad is. Where dad? Where dad? Where dad is Arkansas. True. True indeed. Real talk. Arkansas, man. I could tell. I could tell you one time I was uh, at in, in, in the sauce. The Arkansas. That's what they call it there, right? Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> the sauce. Sorry, you didn't tell me that on when I was interviewing you about Arkansas. I didn't want to make it weird. Uh, okay. And I was uh, going down on my three girls at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. That's a lot. It's like some yeah, Shane Simmons type of tongue you must have. <laughs> Man, I got no limit to what I can do, all right? Clearly. Gator tongue. But that was the end of the story. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so now, Enam, you seem to posit that you think Drew Brees is going to literally die on the field against Sean Lee and those Cowboys. You think that's really going to happen and it's going to be a Luke McCown show? If he plays, I, I wouldn't, I don't see it for him. I don't think that line's got it. I don't think. If, uh, if Sean Lee, like I predicted earlier, doesn't just get destroyed, we should have plenty with the linebackers to keep the run bottled up and hmm. get Demarcus Lawrence coming off the edge. Okay, now Percy, how is your Saints going to stop Brandon Whedon? And Bounce that stuff? ass! <laughs> Which ass? Tony, not Tony, what's his name? Ah, uh, man. Brandon Whedon? Weed, yeah, man. That's some shit right there. <laughs> Bounce that ass and smoke some weed. That's all the Saints got to do. Joe Horn, call me if you hear this, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not on the... Okay. He's always got a cell phone on him, right? That's or, true. Well, he's got it hidden a lot, around a lot. usually a flip phone. I, I kept telling him, upgrade. <laughs> I, I, the burner. He may have upgraded by now. I mean, that incident was many years ago at this point. You don't think he has an iPhone now, Percy? Not my concern. <laughs> I guess it's no one's concern, really. So you're confident, then, that your Saints will... Be the victor. This is important because I really need this expert opinion because I need, we still need to make uh, our pick here. I'm really well, at a loss. Right as Enam has said, if one of those players on the other team don't do something about it, Luke Manown or Drew Brees, whoever, can break him off something. Luke gonna break off something at Drew Brees' home, and Drew Brees is gonna break off something. Maybe he's on the shoulder. <laughs> okay. Well, this is interesting. And also, in the same time. If he has time to go home, not carried off a stretcher after the Saints win with Pierre Thomas running quarterback. Well, Pierre Thomas isn't even on the team anymore. <laughs> you're saying he's gonna. You're saying that. <laughs> Pierre, Pierre, Pierre gave me a call. He's like, oh, he was. He let me, let me play back the call. Hey, P, Bojil, Kamatel, Talibu. See, wee wee, quarterback, Saints. Peace. That was a live call you just played. Not a live call. That was a recorded call you just played. It sounded like you were obviously you were smoking on the call that must have been previous to this appearance and right you see, now. You see the phone in my hand? Yeah, I do. Did, you, did Joe Horn give you that phone? <laughs> Who's Joe? <laughs> Never mind. So, P, 
Pierre Thomas has been contacted by the Saints. They're bringing him back in, but not for running back. They're bringing him back in to be the third string quarterback. The Saints body body, but they're losing body bodies. That's true. I mean, they do seem to be going that way. But what I was going to say is, Drew Breezy, he's going to need more than NyQuil when he goes home to go watch the game. And the game being Luke Manal screwing his wife. Okay. So this all contributes to a Saints victory this Sunday night. Uh. Uh, all right. Well, oh, well, Percy's. Oh, goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. Stunning analysis. Well, that was uh, interesting. E. Nam. I mean, did Percy there convince you that your Cowboys will indeed go down? Yeah. You know what? If Pod Nam trusts Percy, I trust Percy. I guess I'm gonna have to pick the Saints now. So you are gonna for Nam. Potnam, you are going to select the Saints. I guess I gotta with that expert analysis. All right. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to have to. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Cowboys. Why not? That way we won't need a tiebreaker. It'll be a fifth difference in here. And uh, so, just let, let's just recap for our differences. On uh, early on Sunday in London, I took the Dolphins, whereas you like the Jets. Uh, then I took the Bears, whereas you like the Raiders. I took the Bengals, whereas you like the Chiefs. I took the Broncos, you like the Vikings, and then I'm taking the Cowboys at the Saints, and you like the Saints to get their first one of the season, and you stand by these picks for Padnam. I do, I do. I think he's going to be proud with them, and I think you're going to be uh, completing a challenge a week from now. I'm finally going to get my first challenge of the so. season, so. and next Monday I'll have that delivered to me. Well, I hope, that, honestly, I hope that's the case. Uh, I can I can do a challenge, where I, get, I can stretch my legs a bit. I'm just sitting here, Mr. Zrovin, headquarters, studios, Sitting back, now, right? I'm getting bored. That's right. I mean, uh, it's hard to stay too bored around here with all the crazy characters we're always uh, coming in, of course, of course, skyping in. But uh, whatever. Anyway, thank you very much, E Nam, aka Eric, for uh, being on the show as a replacement. Uh, do you have a Twitter or anything you like people to know about? What do you got? Uh, yeah, sure. I got a Twitter. Uh, it's at Itchaboy. I T S H Y A B O I. Okay. Oh, you just spelled it. Itchaboy. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's clever. Uh, so hit up at Itchaboy if you need any. It's basically an NFL expert over here. Basically. So hit up at Itchaboy on Twitter if you have any questions. Like, you'll take questions. Say I put this episode out tomorrow. Maybe some people hear it. They're like, oh, I need questions. Who to pick or, or fantasy questions. You can handle that type of thing, right? Questions, sure. Hit them up at Itchaboy. Hit us up at MRZ Irrelevant. Also at Pod Boys Productions on Twitter. Listen to all Podboys Productions podcasts, Brooklyn Rebound, Pop Parallels Pod, Good Morning Grandmas, all shows we produce, me and Podnam. And uh, if you have anything, uh, you can also go to um, Mr. or Podboys uh, Productions at gmail.com, B O Y Z, boys. Um, that's going to do it for us this episode. We will be back next Monday to recap week four and to see who won the week of challenges. And that's going to be it for us. Peace.